Welcome to Integrative Medicine Solutions with Forum Health, the podcast. Our nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers believe in a new standard of healthcare, one that creates optimal health by focusing on partnering with you, understanding your needs, learning about your unique health history, and getting to the root cause of your concerns. Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Forum Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional healthcare for all. Your journey to better health starts here. What is candida and what are some of the root causes of candida overgrowth? So candida as a cause of persistent illness comes up a lot. And basically candida is one group of species of molds that are basically in the, in the yeast group. But we do know that they're frequent to colonize the body, particularly the GI tract and, and often other areas as well. Now, I would say probably no mold is better understood by the lay community of being able to cause persistent illness than is candida. But quite honestly, in my practice, yeah, many people are affected by the presence of candida uh, as one of their factors of illness. But in some cases, I would say uh, it's, it's overplayed in the patient's mind. Now, you know, obviously one way that we know that people have problems with candida has to do with if they take antibiotics, like for example, for a sinus infection or a urinary tract infection, some people will get immediate symptoms of uh, a localized candida infection in, in ladies. It, can, it tends to be itching, burning, often vaginal discharge. Uh, that's a rather sudden onset. And, and it often overlaps with some symptoms of urinary tract infection as well. Burning and with, with urinating and a, a need to urinate more urgently. So these, these people, it's pretty clear cut. And what happens in that situation is that because of a person's taking an antibiotic, that will oftentimes lower the uh, amounts of certain other germs in the body, some of them not even pathogens, but actually good germs. Uh, it may allow, in fact, certain bad germs such as candida to actually flourish or overgrow or bloom out. And then that causes sort of uh, the immediate symptoms of, of yeast. But I would say that overall uh, yeast infections by most people are often related to the fact that they're, they're breathing in or getting in candida, which is pretty widespread in the environment. Often, interestingly enough, people might be colonized with candida in their oral cavity, and frequently pets might be colonized with candida, uh, even sometimes on their outer coats, um, so that we're constantly being exposed to many of these species of candida, and, and oftentimes they're just considered to be um, coexisting with the other germs in our, in our body. But, but frequently, because of the fact that some of these species of candida can give off toxins, like the mold toxins that cause mold toxin illness, that can be a source of problems in the body. And, and also, too, uh, sometimes the immune system will, will respond 
to the presence of the candida, especially if it's in higher amounts, and that that immune response will actually generate more in the way of symptoms. Sometimes I call those immune self-injury symptoms. But um, honestly, when it comes to somebody suspecting that they have candida, uh, it can be a little difficult to prove it. You know, just culturing candida is not really necessarily very valuable because most all of us are carrying at least some candida in our nose, throats, intestines, uh, and even in the female area. Uh, so just the presence of it isn't going to really make or uh, make a diagnosis of, of candida. But if we can find evidence that it's in a big overgrowth situation, or if we can even see physical signs of the overgrowth, like for example, sometimes candida overgrowing in the mouth and throat, you can actually see little tiny white patches and redness that suggests that the candida is physically growing in the throat. Or in the case of a lady with a, can, with a candida infection, she might have discharge. And if that discharge is looked at under the microscope with proper staining, sometimes you can see a, a large amount of candida. And with those exceptions, I would say one of the ways that we assess for candida is by looking uh, for antibody levels, typically in the bloodstream, which might indicate that the immune system is responding to candida in an aggressive way. And that can, in some cases, uh, cause us to conclude that there is, that, that the candida is there and that it's causing some problems in the body because of the vigorous immune response. So some people will look at candida antibody titers uh, to assess the immune response. Honestly, in many cases, it just comes down to uh, attempts to knock down the candida with various techniques that we have available, such as, for example, there are certain drugs that will kill back uh, the species of candida that are sensitive. Um, sometimes we can use certain herbal medicines, plant-based medicines, that will knock back candida. And there, there can even be other agents. For example, colloidal silver is an agent that I, I'm actually really comfortable with and will often knock back the absolute amount of candida. Another thing that can be valuable is uh, just by placing in some of the germs that would normally compete with the candida. Just like you can take antibiotics and get a candida infection because of decreased amounts of the good germs, sometimes if you take probiotics, you can actually replace some of the good germs and that will tend to crowd out or reduce the amount of, of the pathogenic candida. So those are a couple things that you can do. I will say candida, especially in the gut, tends to favor certain dietary, certain foods that will cause it to overgrow. Oftentimes, carbohydrates, sugars, ethanol uh, will, will definitely lead to an overgrowth of candida, especially in the intestinal tract. So sometimes you can just put a person on a candida diet uh, to avoid these foods that will assist the candida over, to overgrow, that that can also be very beneficial. But I've seen so many cases where people thought that their problem was primarily candida, and yet it turned out that maybe there was a factor of candida, but in fact it was other environmental toxins um, on top of their own personal sensitivity and that candida was not that big of a factor. Sometimes we'll put a person on a very aggressive 
candida lowering medication uh, prescription even. And then if after a period of time, the patient, patient doesn't show a pretty significant improvement, then you begin to wonder whether or not candida is really that big of a problem for that particular individual. So what is mold illness and how can you tell the difference between that and an issue with candida? And then candida, it's important to know it is a mold. It is basically a, a genera, uh, which is a group of species, genus, uh, that are within the family of fungi and molds. And uh, so many of the features of candida illness overlap other illnesses from other molds. Uh, indoor molds that give off mycotoxins and indoor molds that have a capacity to trigger allergy, mold allergy. So there's a lot of overlap between symptoms of candida and symptoms of mold allergy, mycotoxin exposure, uh, which does make it confusing. And, and sometimes, well, many times I would say, there, there might be combinations of these exposures going on and not just the biological exposures like mold, uh, but even chemical exposures, electromagnetic radiation exposures, uh, chem other uh, toxic element exposures such as mercury and lead and cadmium and aluminum and that sort of thing. Uh, so it, it can be sometimes difficult to sort out just how much of the problem is from the presence of the candida overgrowing. And can candida overgrowth be the root of most digestive issues? It, it can in the sense that I've seen patients that because the candida was raging, uh, that was probably the primary cause of their problem. And if we were able to eradicate uh, the overgrowth, whether it be use of man-made prescription drugs or herbs, or changing the diet, or, or other things that we could do, uh, the patients dramatically improved clinically. And so in those kinds of situations, clearly looking back, you would say, yes, candida was very likely the major underlying root cause. We have seen that. But I would say that probably many times people kind of assume that they have a problem that's primarily candida, and it may be that candida is, in fact, not their biggest factor. And then how can Forum Health Austin help patients who are struggling with mold illness and or candida? Sure. You know, when we see people with the, either a self-assessment that they have candida, maybe based on what someone else has told them, what they've read, you know, it always starts with a really thorough history especially focusing on their symptom onset and thinking about other possible underlying root causes of environment, such as mold, viruses, chemicals, etc. And then based on that, we, we may recommend certain assessments to try to rule in or out some of these other possible culprits. Sometimes we can uh, actually look and see if there's an inflammatory markers related to the candida. Sometimes we can look at antibody titers, but I would say normally uh, we're also considering some of these other factors that are often more common to see. Um, 
sometimes it just boils down to saying, why don't we try to treat candida and see what happens to your symptoms? So that's what we call empiric therapy. And when we believe that the therapy is safe and likely to be effective, uh, often that's the best choice, especially if it's an inexpensive therapy. So we'll do that not infrequently. Um, also, for people that suspect candida, we do pay attention to the factors that make them sensitive to illness overall. Um, and we pay attention to those factors and try to change them in ways that we can, whether it be through changing their diet or looking at their nutritional patterns. A lot of times we spend time thinking about their underlying stress patterns, which will play into symptoms of illness from candida and many other toxins and deal with those. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Forum Health Podcast. Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.